Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joser Jr., and with me is my co-host on the road, Ryan Greening. How's it going, Ryan? Hey, Joe. Going pretty good. Had a good day. Had a good weekend. How about you? Ah, I had a good day today. Yesterday was kind of compacted, and we were supposed to record yesterday. I'm like, all right, I'll fit it in, you know? And when, yeah. you, when you said, hey, it's looking a little tight, can we record tomorrow? I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> well, just because I had to work, and then I took um, Joe 3 to go see Mortal Kombat. Oh, cool. Like, immediately after. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I actually um, was pleasantly surprised. It was cheesy, but, like... Yeah, it's always going to be cheesy. We're in our late 30s now. I know, but, like, the ones, the one when we were a kid had little to nothing to do with the video game. Yep. And then this was a lot like the video game. Okay. So, it's like, yeah, you know, I kind of dig it. Uh, I went in expecting nothing and was pleasantly surprised. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, we've been busy. Um, yeah, I've been out of town or fighting or all that crap. Fight went bad. Yeah, what happened? Dude missed weight, and then when we tied up in the start, you know, I'm the dude, he felt like he was about 185 pounds. Because <laughs> he missed weight. He, he's about 150. He was 157.9. So he probably rehydrated to about 185 pounds. It's like, okay, well, we get to the ground. He starts teeing off on me. I'm like, I've never been hit like this before to where there were, like, white flashes happening. Like, I'm going in and out type thing. Sure. Then he goes to armbar me. I hitchhike out of the armbar. This guy fucking somehow grabs my wrist. Pulls my arm back in and leg presses me off to complete the arm bar. I'm like, holy shit. So, yeah, lesson learned next time if the guy misses weight, I don't fight. Sure. So, yeah. Then I got blue belt in jiu-jitsu. Oh, congratulations. Thanks. I, I wasn't expecting it. How did your racing go? You uh, For BMX, you were um, at one of the, was it a state qualifier or a gold cup race? It was just a, oh yeah, two weeks ago, I went to the Gold Cup qualifier, I won all my, I won all my laps all weekend, and I went to uh, the Race for Life, which is just a, a multi-point uh, fundraiser race that they stack up with that Gold Cup, and it's um, Race for Life, it has something to do with uh, leukemia, Yep. and I, I haven't read the story in a long time because it just makes me cry every time we do it. But we do it in remembrance of uh, a BMX racer that's uh, long passed on. And anyway, um, yeah, I won all my laps. So that was great. I made the decision. I was like, okay, I think I shook off most of the rust that I'm going to shake off. So I'll go back to expert now so that, yeah. you know, other people, <clears throat> other people in my age bracket, you know, have a chance to win those intermediate races and get sure. themselves up to expert that's good that's so i good. so today i signed up as an expert uh lady at the at the computer or whatever is like oh you're bumping yourself up and i said yep yeah it's time to go back and so they were cool with that and i it's it's what always happened when i raced in brainerd there's not nearly as many bmx racers there as there are you know 
more metro located right tracks and uh so i ended up racing you know some teenagers oh. and uh i wanted it bad i didn't get it i, I finished second today to a 16 expert but, but that's good gave it everything i had uh i mean those having a lot of fun those 16 year old kids man they're if if they're in the point to where they're 16 expert they've either been grinding for years or they're just really talented yeah yeah you said it so uh, really neat kid really sweet kid which it almost made it worse uh, <laughs> well you know um, it's and then i good. yeah go ahead i was gonna say it's really good that the no, kid's you, like no. a nice respectful kid oh yeah he yeah it was a pleasure um He's a he's a Derosier, which is a pretty popular Brainerd last name. Uh, yeah. My parents purchased their land from one of the Derosiers, but didn't uh, I didn't know the kid. But he he's been super friendly with me at uh, all the racing I've been doing in Isanti lately okay. at Rum River BMX. Just I don't know one of those nice outgoing people that just like seeks you out and fist pounds you fist bumps you every time he sees you and um i was still pissed off to lose to him today but that that is uh that's a i get a a competitive spirit on bmx that i don't i don't really channel that when i race rc i don't know why i've just i've never really taken rc super serious it's always been more of a really really fun hobby for me you know what i mean right for sure and that is you need those things, so. Right, I'm, I, I'm just I'm never gonna put the time in. I to, wish I could have to a get fun the nece- to get the necessary tools to be a top RC racer. Sure, sure. But with BMX, there's so many divisions. You know, we can we complain about it with RC racing, but in something like BMX, it's a good thing. But the thing with to BMX, have a bunch of different divisions. With BMX, your heat races last one minute. <clears throat> yeah, and they go that it's bang, bang, bang. Yep. Then there's a big difference there. I get it. I wish. I That's why I've been thinking about getting like an RC monster truck lately. Or something. Because I just want something that's fun, that doesn't bring out my competitive edge. Because sure. my competitive edge isn't ugly outwardly, but it makes me feel like shit. Especially when I don't produce the results that I want. Sure. So, anyways, hey, real quick, we have a sponsor back. We, we are brought to you this week by the Blooming Prairie RC Park like we have been in the past. Um, they actually raced today. Um, sorry, let me bring up my notes here. The Blooming Prairie RC Park has a covered driver stand they have rental transponders because as of now they have an infrared transponder system they're saving up for a my lap system um they have car rentals in case you're not sure let's say you're an on-road racer or you're bringing a kid with you and you don't want them to use your stuff they have car rentals there um they race every sunday if the sun's shining from now on until the snow flies yeah, no, Nate's a really good dude. Um, they raced as much as they could today, but they got rained out towards the end. Um, should we get into results now, the heat moto sheets? Yeah, absolutely. All right. 
let's see here. That is the wrong one. All right, it looks like they took results of one of two heats. Let's look at the ace scale, the, the, the good guys. You know what I mean? So winning your nitro, it looks like a guy named TP took first. Drew Dawkins second. Kyle Quas third. With E-Buggy. Sounds like TP wiped everybody's ass. Yeah. Yeah. Ha <laughs> uh, Yeah. Drew Dawkins won E-Buggy. Kyle Quas second. And Armand Charlin third. And then let's hit some 12 and under sportsmen. Trevor Townley took the win in that one. Justin Schumacher second and Sam Dockin third. Great job, kids. So yeah, I I'm hoping to get down there one of these Sundays. Yeah, absolutely. If and it, then the uh, second portion of the moto sheets. Why don't we talk about the big race that you went to? So I went to the Spring Champs at the Hobby Plex, the Protex Spring Champs. And I'll tell you what, the Running two classes was the proper decision. I'm glad I did not put my stadium truck out on the track. Yeah, why do you say that? Just because um, it, it was just nice to sit back and kind of chill. <laughs> sure. Um, there were half the entries. I think there's like 186 entries as a J-Con race, but it was like twice as fun. It really was. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I had a blast. Um, How was managing Joe 3's program? Joe 3 did pretty good. Um, well, that's weird the way that ended up. Sorry, I'm just looking at uh, the way they got results. It's like, ew, this is different. Um, Joe 3, so I took the um, fixed timing motor out of his car for the bigger track, and I put a 17.5 in. The only issue is on those bigger jumps, it's like he stays in the throttle a little bit and he's nose high almost everywhere. Yep. But his line is becoming decent. It's not. Okay. It's not great. But, dude, it's it's getting to where he's two or three feet off the tube. But he's slowing down in time and he's accelerating out of the corners properly. I'm really proud of him for that. It's just now we gotta get the jumps down because he ended up in the B because he had a rough third round, and then he bumped up, and then it's like, man, he. I'm watching him on the infield. It's like he could be battling for a podium position, but he crashed and ended up ninth in Plex spec. So okay, um, yeah, Plex spec. We'll we'll start with that one. Cole Webb won that one. Eli Webb took second and Grayson took third and like I said Joe 3 bumped from the B and took ninth overall um, Mini Truggy that was a fun one he, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed yeah how'd that go for you dude that new Techno Truggy is so consistent it does yep. the same thing lap after lap and I can see now where you guys want a 5.5 five and maybe throw a little boost in it if the grip's up I can see that now. Mm -hmm. I understand it. Um, I didn't really mess with much except a little bit with the ride height. And um, 
I, I want to say I might have changed the springs back to the stock stiffer rear spring. Um, I mess with the pills a little bit here and there, but the truck. So when I made an adjustment, the truck did the thing, did things properly, and the truck never got evil. It's like okay. I, I could try something. I'm like, oh, I like that, or, or oh, that didn't work out great, but I survived the race just fine. That type of situation. So that made me yeah. really happy. Um, yeah, Emerson Sturgeon won this one with his dad's truck. Um, Stephen Will took second. Dane Gangler took third. Ashley McCormick took fourth, and I took fifth. Okay. So I got... This is where I'm disappointed in myself. So I screwed the pooch in stock buggy. My buggy was great. It was fast. I just kept dropping like a rock. So it's like, after round two, I'm sitting 11th. You know, that's in the towards the top of the beat. After round three, I sit upside down in front of the line on the last lap for five damn seconds. That drops me down to 17th overall. So I'm in the top of the seat. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to bump out of this. I crashed three times in that C-Main of buggy trying to drive hard. And I ended up Aww. third in the C-Main. Oh, bummer. Yeah. So in Mini Truggy, I got 97% efficiency. But I wasn't driving to try to get. Ashley and I were battling like crazy all weekend. And I ended up about five, four or five seconds back from him because it's like, I really don't want to push. I just, because the dude that was in six was on my ass also. So this, wa this wasn't, actually I should say it was, the B main was a shit show. <laughs> the A main, the top eight were on the lead lap. Cool. So there was enough there to get that really good competition that really good separation that we wanted so much yep so that was cool but it's like god if i crash well there goes fifth and maybe even six it's like <laughs> ashley's right there but if i push uh, you know <laughs> it, it, it was a great race and i'm really happy i went this way way with the truck but i'm disappointed in myself that i was gun shy does that make okay. sense yeah yeah i hear you yeah so it was fun though um the ernst family came up from you know scotty scotty and, oh okay scotty ernst and uh, his daughter sarah and her husband chad and their daughter all came and raced it was fun cool so let's find uh, overall. Let's go to mod two wheel buggy for results too, because that was that was a fun one. Because it was like a four or five way battle for third, going in or coming out of the third A main. Alex Vanderbeek crushed everybody, kind of. Drew Rubenking took second, and Aiden Olson took third. So they had something there, and they used it as a main breaker called the Mini T Melee. And I'm really glad that they were late opening up the hobby shop because I was sleep deprived and running off caffeine and bad decisions. I was about to go <laughs> into the hobby shop and buy a mini tea 
and <laughs> fucking race it in this thing. But I'm like, you know what? They saved me 200 bucks. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I could have. Uh, I don't think I could have um, played with it after. Or maybe, sure. maybe here or there. Or maybe I would have put Joe's radio on it and had him run it. But it's like, yeah. So are you still messing around with your Mini T at all? I haven't played with it recently. Um, I got a brushless power plant for it again because I initially robbed the brushless out of it to put in the Mini B. Because the Mini B doesn't have a brushless version. Okay. So I put it in the Mini B because it was a lot of fun. The Mini B is a lot more fun to drive. It's just, you know, way lower center of gravity. Everything works better. Um, the mini T. So yeah, I got brushless for it. Now I need to put that back in there, but honestly, um, I don't know. It's, it's that time of year where I'm probably not going to be pulling the carpet off road cars out too often. Right. Um, I was planning on like having the mini T for, um, driveway play. Yep. And that's about it. I'll I'll have two cars for driveway play this year actually because I'm I got that triple X standard yep. that I'm gonna put my Kinwald replica body on, and it's you know it's I I sold the the BK2 and all the fancy parts and stuff like that well over a year ago, so I'm not gonna have like a shelf queen tribute car or anything like that. It's just gonna be a fun fun car for the driveway with uh some kinwald paint on it so i'll have those two things to play with out of the house this year because i i'm i'm already to the point where i, d- I don't even want to go racing so i won't be out and about too much so with my i was gonna see my, if you're gonna go to any of the ftr races coming up this yeah I'm, yeah yeah i'm gonna race saturday and then honestly i don't know when i'll race again after that Okay. Maybe you'll get the bug. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because that's, got... what, that's what happened last time. That's what happened this winter was, yeah, I you were like, I think I'm done racing. And then all of a sudden something gave you the bug and you went apeshit and bought everything under the sun. Yeah. Yeah, I think they call that a midlife crisis, Joe. That's not a, uh, we're not there yet, though. <laughs> I'm waiting to about 45 until I get my Corvette and, well, maybe even that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, but I some of them purchases were good. I'm really, really glad that I got a touring car. Sure. I'm, I'm having a fucking blast with that thing, com- even compared to 12th scale. Yeah, that's... 12th awesome. scale spec, anyway. That's awesome. Um, I... I, I want to come drive it. It looks yeah. like a lot of fun. I just got to figure out a time when we can both be down there. Well, you yeah, live exactly. you live a couple minutes away. I'm about an hour away. Yeah, I've been. And then wor- we'll just uh, we'll make sure that we'll just have to make sure that it's not early on in the two week period, so the track isn't super green. Yep. There's a there's a period of time there where I don't even know how other people are driving on it. I prefer to run the foam tire cars sure when it's green like that because it, it to me it's totally fine i i can go out on a totally green 
black CRC track with a 12th scale and have a blast. Yep. Well, I don't think they're spraying the corners. It doesn't sound like it anyway. Spraying it with what? SXT. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. So what you do is... Um, that sounds expensive. No. I mean, it costs 10 bucks for four or five times. Whatever a can of SXT. Because you put a can of SXT in a spray bottle. And you put it yep. on the mist setting. And you do one or two squirts into a corner. And the cars, it, it's slick as shit at first. It's super slippery at first. But, yep. like, after five, ten minutes of practice of the cars dragging that sauce around, the groove comes up very quickly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we used to do it on the gray carpet constantly because it took forever for grip to come up on that. Um, yeah, so. Anyway, oh, so for our next segment because that was, we just did moto sheets, is going to be the driver's meeting, the beginner's segment. Yeah, what do you got for us, Joe? What I got for you is factory paint jobs are great and all, but when you're still learning, save a little bit of that cash and put it down towards tires for practicing and racing and all that stuff. Right. There's not... I've seen it happen a couple of times to where somebody has just sweet-looking stuff and their tires are just jacked, and they're like, well, I can't afford it. Well, you spent $75 on that paint job. <laughs> right. It's like, that's a couple sets of tires right there. So, yeah, buy tires over a paint job until, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about Actually, I was going to talk to Bruce and see if he could... uh match my paint and do something cool with it instead of my boring ass stripes <laughs> um i like my colors i just don't like the layout i suck at painting yeah it's tough you you have to be patient um i don't think either one of us are no have you yeah have you tried airbrushing at all yep yeah i own stuff and i yeah. do i do practice lids it's been over a year or so I've been having trouble with my brush, and I haven't, re I haven't been able to fix it, and I haven't replaced it yet. Exactly. Um, and I, I don't really need practice lids anymore, um, mm -hmm. so I don't know if I'll get back into it or not. To be honest with you. Sure, sure. Um, let's see. I don't think we have a word association, do we? Uh, not really. That's fine, and then we'll get into sorry my phone's we'll get into um uh shoot tech inspection the questions because we only had a couple um we thought we were going to record last night so um yeah like i said i'm i'm glad we didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure no i'm glad it worked out for you too yeah um all right, Greg Newson is wondering, and I was going to bring this up in my news, so this works out nice. I just saw the post from Thunder Road with the huge Astro layout. My question is, since they mentioned it's intended for one-tenth through fifth scale, does that jump, um, he goes, sorry, fifth scale, does the track jump size become less fun for sportsmen and stock drivers? 
and two-wheel drive buggies, like, you know, huge jumps for, like, A-scales and whatnot. And I, I see his concern. And, Greg, I what I personally think is they'll make adjustments as needed. So if they're getting, like, three A-scale buggies but, like, 20 stock buggies, I think they're going to make it more 10-scale friendly. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, it's 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 actually it's actually easier to do than one might think. Um, people that have been racing for a little while will remember that stock buggy was actually a class on the MNRC circuit. Yeah. It was relatively popular for a while, and we had a blast sure. running around on eighth scale tracks that were designed for eighth scale buggies. Um, you just had to adjust your driving, but maybe you're going to have to double a triple or maybe you will have to single something, whatever you do, you know, the other people in your class are going to be relatively within the same, you know, vehicle capabilities of you. So you're all going to make the same adjustments. I don't think they're going to get crazy and have like, you know, super huge booters or anything like that. Because when it comes to Astro, I mean, the, the stock buggies are still pretty damn quick. Yeah. I don't know what I I'm... think they're going to be able to handle whatever they throw at it. I mean, it's the most popular so vehicle on Astro. I'm going to so... uh, I don't know what I'm going to do myself, but I am definitely going to race on that Astro track. I don't know if I'm going to set my truck up for it or get a set of tires for my A scale or set up a two wheel. Yeah, so what's the I mean, is it just a rough idea at this point, or is something actually happening? It's just, well, they laid the Astro down. Oh, they did? Yeah. Cool. Massive area. Dude, the, and it looks like they got the right stuff. Okay. I'm really excited. I love AstroTurf. We've talked yeah, about it's, it it's at the best for summertime. Yeah, for sure. Um for 10 scale cars for 10 scale mean. well it depends on what they do it could be fun with a scale in england they run a scale on the astroturf and they have a blast sure but here's the deal with that nobody makes a spring or they're just starting to get proper tires for the a scale so it's kind of like back in like 2011 back at mmr to where we're running our whole shots and you know, lowering our cars, and that's about all he could do. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I think it'll be fun, Greg. That's what I think. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, Fifth scale, though. What the F? I think they just said it to say it. Okay. Uh, maybe somebody will go out there with their giant Arma 8S for practice or something like that, but. I, I don't know anybody with a fifth scale electric vehicle at all. And I know like two people with like fifth scale gas powered cars. Right. Um, Lonnie Walls is wondering, I just got started in, R in RC over the winter running indoors at the 510. Now that we are free of liquid wrench, TDK and sticky kicks, what tire preparation is recommended for outdoor racing? I will be running a Techno ET 410.2 and would like to push in the right direction for tire selection. Um, you, you don't have to do much. Um, yeah. 
mount your hole shots and run them, right? Yeah, mount your hole shot. Uh, they're like in sprinters at FTR right now. Um, yeah, get a set of, get yourself a set of M3 hole shots and get yourself a set of green sprinters, and you'll probably be good for the season. Yep, and if if you want to spend some extra money and be ready for adverse conditions, a uh, set of goosebumps. Yep, is a good one for uh, when it's loamy or wet, or maybe for Duluth Thursday nights. Loves goosebumps. Yep. Um, yeah, but so um, I'm I'm your average racer to where I got a wash tub with a brush at the bottom, and I just clean mine at the end of the race. But if there's no dirt clogged between the pins, you don't have to do a damn thing. So. Yeah, you're going to get a shock in how little you have to do to your tires. Yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome. It is. Makes me miss wheel brokers. Oh, for sure. You know what, though? But we weren't doing what we are now to tires. Imagine a Sunday on wheel brokers when it grooved up. We'd be on golds and we'd be saucing the shit out of them. I guarantee it. Yeah, I guess that'd be the point where it would get gay and i wouldn't want to do it anymore i know but we so. didn't, we didn't know about it back then so we never did it right um jeremiah well most of the time you weren't there at the very end um no. we struggled a lot with weather that last year so it it literally was flip outs to flip outs or goosebumps to start the day yep and just getting to hole shots at the end of the day okay that's that's the kind of outdoor racing that I prefer. I really, really, really do not enjoy grooved-up tracks so with outdoor racing. At the SSES, we got that track black. <laughs> I mean, that thing was nuts. Um, Jim put down calcium, and it was a nice hot day. And Oh. Well, he did that for each SSES race. Was well, funny as so. We got the track black, and he was excited because he had a Sunday race scheduled. The second we were done, it poured. <laughs> it's like, damn it. <laughs> there goes all that rubber. For sure. Uh, eh, whatever. I mean, all that does, that, that massive changing of a track throughout the day, is then you got a freaking tune on your car, and it's like, yeah, that type of racing to me was just like Sunday church. Sure. I just want to. I just want to show up, charge some packs, and run my two wheel drive buggy or my stadium truck. Right. Hey, did you get an e buggy? I forgot. No, no, it was a thought. Okay. Um, cooler heads. A yep. cooler head prevailed. Yeah. And I reminded myself that <clears throat> even though it probably is the better vehicle for me, because a I don't have a regular pit person. Sure. And I'm ha I'm actually kind of nervous about that because um, I got the feeling that maybe Connor wasn't going to be at that race now. He might be going to ride his dirt bike, hey, which I'll pit I can't you. blame him for one bit. If, if I make it next, I think I can make it. We've been working Saturdays. I'm not liking it, but we have been. Yeah. But if I make it, I can pit for you because I'm running my e-buggy and my mini-truggy. Right on. Very kind. Nitro, Thank you. Yeah, Nitro Buggy's going to sit till the MNRC. Sure. Sean went through I my motors. You were 
who okay. even knows i might just i might just run my mini truggy just run one class and have fun we'll see yeah that seems to be the trick is less classes right it really does um i really want i gotta get the sea buggy broken in though uh <laughs> sure Jeremiah Lucas. Unless it's windy, if it's windy, I'm j- I'm just gonna run my eighth scale car. Oh sure. That's it. Well, it's always windy at FTR. <laughs> <laughs> right. He goes. Tell us about Omaha, the atmosphere, the people, the mains, the qualifying. It was a great time, Jeremiah. It was a very professionally ran show. The people are awesome. Um. Okay. Here's a question he's wondering: Is it safe to leave things unattended there? Heard there was a theft problem in the area. Now, what he's referring to is there was theft, but it was at the hotel because somebody left their shit in their car. And I think that was over the winter. It's simple. Don't leave shit in your car ever, ever. I won't even leave a box of tires in my car because I've had stuff stolen from me. Right. Um, He goes, what to races do you look forward to the most every year in out um wow he's there's a lot of questions um i look forward to the protex spring champs the one i just went to and that's i look forward to the whole mnrc series what about you ryan are there two you look forward to yeah the dome uh because you always know you're getting a a dry race in yeah, so it's a bummer. It's a bummer to lose that. Yeah, uh, I'm always happy to go to Sean's place and oh. race. So I'd say anytime I make a commitment to go to an FTR race, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably not going to happen for me this year, but I will be excited to go back to Loose Nuts again yeah. one day. Yep, for I sure. love running there. I do too. Uh, um, one race I'm looking forward to I don't know. is uh, Minnesota State Off-Road Champs in Duluth in July. Yeah, cool. That'll be a fun one. You they, know, I used to go. I went to the Electric Boogie two years in a row, and I had a blast. Yep. There. Yeah, and that's a nice one-day race. Yep. Well, that's the thing too. It's like there's not any race where I look. I'm like, oh, we gotta go to this fucking place. There used to be. There used to be a couple tracks on the series that's like, oh, guys, come on. <laughs> but now those tracks are no longer a thing, and everything is just awesome at this point. Everything's tuned and dialed in, and all the tracks are fun. Um, he goes, also, what is your opinion about AstroTurf tracks? Love them. Um, he's talking about the... He goes, do you think it'll pull a crowd? Sure. I mean the yeah the yeah I think I think it'll be very popular for them. The AstroTurf setups a little is pretty similar to a carpet setup, not exactly like you do things like you put V1 springs on the rear and there's a lot of other little things, but yeah. And then he goes, um, "Will you go try it?" Yes. <laughs> he goes, "Word on the street, five ten and FTR may try to work it out next week, so there's no overlap." He goes that there. Everyone could do the final trophy race at the five ten in the AM and FTR at season opener. He goes ooh ooh, and he said there is also thirty people testing at FTR yesterday. Here's the deal: if there's no overlap, 
I'll bring my mini truggy and I'll have Joey run his buggy, but god damn it, dude, that's almost too much. That's a lot of racing in one day. It is. Especially if we're gonna go into the wee hours. Yeah. I don't want I don't wanna skip the five but God, this is a shitty thing to say. Then I could go work while they're racing at the five ten and then still make all of FTR. Right. But man, that would suck if they started at like two and ran till like eleven. We'll see what happens. Um Yeah, we'll see. It's up to them. I'll be at one or both. Myself. Um, that seems to be it for questions. Um, I have a couple of news notes and then we can get out of here. What do you got for us? Um, there's a possible x-ray gas truck coming. I saw on their Insta. What? I saw on their Insta stories they're making a GT something chassis. Oh my gosh. I'm not sure if it's for a gas truck or for something 10 scale on road but it's very possible i Do mean you know if casey wright ever finished either one of his techno gas truck projects the I, two-wheel drive or the four-wheel drive i think he flamed i, I think he burnt himself out sure um possible schumacher 1a scale nitro buggy it had one of the drivers with a picture of a blurred out a scale buggy That'd be interesting. You know, they've had a lot of success with the 10 scale stuff lately on both clay and uh, turf and carpet. They do by far have the best carpet vehicle available, for sure. Really? Oh, yeah, easily. Okay. Um, Yeah, and that's not just me talking out of my ass. I've heard it come out of a lot of sponsor guys' mouths, too. But, um, yeah, it's the best carpet vehicle and now brock has been having a little bit of success on clay i mean maybe they're coming back hard that'd be cool um have you been paying attention to the Mayako release they've been releasing a few pictures here and there no i i really i gotta be honest with you i don't get up for little rc teasers they're you either show me it and I'll get excited about it or fuck off. Yep, they're basically. teasers. They're teasers. They're showing you different ways that they adjust the car, but they're not telling you how. Okay. And it's like, oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. It's Good like them. They, they show their front arms. They go, how do you adjust a droop? And there's no obvious droop tab on the chassis. It's like, I, I, I don't know. How, how about you fucking tell me? But... <laughs> But the quality is good. Looks good, which is good. Because the JQ car, they have the geometry right on it, but it's like the... Uh, I've, I've had a few in my hands, and man, they were pretty sloppy after a couple battery packs. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, let's see, upcoming races. We already talked about FTR coming up. That's going to be a fun one. And then Blooming Prairie every Sunday. I'm sure Rick's has a few coming up. There's a lot of good racing happening. Um, I've been wondering. I want to bring Joey, if he 
gets efficient at running in sportsman with his A scale, the way he is with his 10 scale. Um, I was wondering about a big race to take Joe 3-2. Oofta. Because, God, PNB looked like a blast. But you got to relax on the big races, man. I'm not keeping Joey up 24 fucking hours a day to race a damn car. Right. No way. Yeah, you're right. You know, like, the Spring Champs is probably perfect for the kid. INS was a little bit big. You know, maybe I'll keep it around the Spring Champs level or lesser for a little bit on him. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's like there's so many freaking tracks in our region going right now that when I do race, that's... That's where I want to put my money. Yeah, but we were watching footage of PNB, and he's like, God, that's the coolest thing in the world. I'm like, yeah, it is. And I did a little research, and it's like, oh, 24-hour-a-day racing, you could be up at 6 a.m., and then you could be up at 9 p.m. It's like, nah, fuck that. Yep. That's not for him. Um, so, yeah. And then just one last thing. So I had a thought. Watching the mains last week at um, at, at the Hobbyplex. I I don't think pro RC racers. I I've had this thought before, but I I have a different reason for it. I don't think pro RC racers are going to be a thing for a terrible amount longer. But I changed my reasoning on this. There okay. Well, are, what was your first? My first, my first reason is the companies would just say screw it and stop paying hundreds of thousand dollars a year to guys that go to big races and win trophies. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, it's good marketing and all that, but you know what? I've found, a, let's say, a Kyle Holmberg setup or something like that way more useful than a Spencer Rivkin setup. Because right. for me, pros, all they're good for is setup sheets. <laughs> as terrible as that sounds. That's all, they're, <laughs> that's all they're good for for me and your average racer. But now I'm starting to think there's too many fast people. Like Alex Vanderbeek, for example. Now that guy, he's 18 to 20-ish, and he's hit that another level in 10 scale. I don't think he runs a scale or he's not well known in it yet. And then you got Aiden Olson who ended up taking third, but he's super fast. He probably would have been higher up, but the poor kid fractured his spine power lifting. So he was in an okay amount of pain on the driver's stand. Huh? Yeah. You know, when, when I was lifting last week, I was just double checking everything to make sure make sure I was feeling okay because a young kid like that fractures his spine and not even lifting that much. It's like, ooh, makes me worried for my old ass. Um, but there's all these guys around the country that are pro-fast. I think they're going to keep playing musical chairs until everybody just goes, screw it, because they're going to be on a team for one year, then the next year team x will pick up this guy instead because he was has slightly better results and then the year after they'll pick up another different guy because not everybody can have a team the size of techno right 
Most most teams have two to three guys. And yeah, um, they don't want they don't want their pro drivers losing to a hundred percent guys or even a privateer because that is a huge possibility at this point. So I right. I think there's going to be too many drivers for way too little of chairs. That's just a thought I had. Just sure. I I noticed that at INS too there were like. A fast guy like Lee Setzer had to bump from the B B main to make the A main at a oh I, wow yeah the talent level is insane so yeah that's just a thought I don't know do, do you ever have those thoughts just sitting around watching guys like God he's pro fast and it's like there's a lot of guys that are pro fast right now <laughs> uh, not in our area because there's only one yeah there is only one. Um, but there's, you go short hop, skip and a jump down to Omaha. There's a shit ton. Sure. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Oh, one more thing. So former sponsor, but, uh, um, I went down, I went Friday to the party crashers, one of their community ed events. Oh, cool. I talked to the guy a bit, and he's talking about having a a race series between schools. Oh, funny. Like Rogers versus Big Lake. Kind of like, (laughs) I I think that would be rad. Yeah, super cool. And they go to different schools and have like a traveling series. I like what he had there. And I brought a few cars to put on display myself just to be like, hey, when you're tired of this Traxxas stuff or you want to take your racing into the next level these are the progressions I brought a two wheel buggy, my mini truggy and my e-buggy just to show okay. the kids cool yeah and you know it, it was cool he just set up a little track it's a bummer that you know it's on a gym floor so the cars were pretty slick mm-hmm. but the, all, he had a ton of kids and they all had fun well, it'll teach the kids how to drive. Oh, for sure. A lot, a lot more than just showing up to a, a black CRC track and, you know, having your kid learn to drive on that. Right, right. Or um, an adult. Yeah, but for ni- for nineteen bucks, a kid's got like, uh, twenty five thirty minutes of wheel time. Cool. And they got to try three different. They he had had them try stampedes, bandits, and slashes. Right on. So it's like, dude, for 19 bucks, you're never going to get a value like that. I mean, it was pretty cool. So, oh, man, do you got anything else? No, I'm uh, fresh out of talent. Me too. It's a short one. Hopefully um, I'll see you at FTR next week. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one.